I just had this transformative experience, you know, how could something shift you if you're physically lying still? How was this thing taking me places in my mind that I could say is as real as me speaking to you in this form right now, but I'm still in the same space where I was. I don't know what it is, but this is amazing. And then I said to myself, someday I'd like to train in this and then offer it to other people. Welcome to the practice of health with me, Charlie Tunmore. The purpose of this bite-sized podcast is to empower you to take ownership of your own health. I'm a certified health coach. I manage two yoga studios in London and I'm a jiu-jitsu purple belt. In each episode, I explore an area of holistic health with a guest. Nutrition, movement, sleep, stress, and much more. And we share tools and principles that you can implement in your life today. After all, health is a practice, not an idea. Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in today. This is episode 33, Sound Healing with Junior Valentine. I've decided to make a change to this podcast. I'm now going to be having one-to-one conversations with my guests rather than they record a segment, then I record a segment. I wanted to really have more of a conversation with them, have more in-depth discussion that feels more real, more natural. So I'm trying out. I'm always going to be trying new things with this podcast. So please let me know your feedback, what works well and what I can do to improve it. I'm really honored to have Junior on the podcast today. He's a friend of mine. He teaches yoga where I work at Yoga Rise and he does many things. But what we talk about today is all about sound healing, sound experience, what it is, how it can help you, how it can help shift your body, your mind, your spirit, what kind of small things you can do in your own life to experience more sound and really what a gong workshop involves and everything to do with it. Junior is a proud South London native born and bred with a background in performing. From a young age, he had a keen desire wanting to perform and after honing his craft of theatre school, he was thrusted on the stage and developed a deep love ever since for the arts and the discipline that it carries. Junior's yoga journey began a long, long time ago when he combined his performing with the yoga practice, but he wasn't fully ready to accept the practice in all its glory. It wasn't till a few years later they would fully embrace his yogic path and truly fall deeply in love for the practice and the healing arts. Junior began to notice the benefits of the mind, body and soul union through many healing modalities such as yoga, meditation, sound healing, qigong, reiki, tarot and shamanism and so much more. These healing arts began to reawaken the unspoken connection that he shares with the universe and has led him down a path which continues to guide his practice to this very day. I urge you to connect with Junior on his website, which is juniorvalentine.co.uk and find out more about his work and his offerings on Instagram at juniorvalentine.co.uk. 
underscore. I hope you enjoy the conversation I had with Junior Valentine. Junior, welcome to the Practice of Health. Thanks for thanks for coming on today. Oh, thank you for having me. Like um, it's an honour, and it's amazing that um, I've been invited to come and speak about what I do, what I do, and what I know. So yeah, thank you for having me. That's all right. Yeah, I've been wanting to pick your brains for a while now. Obviously, we've kind of met through Yoga Eyes, your yoga teacher there, and obviously you do so much more than that. And I've had a few, I guess, experiences of sound healing over the years, working at different yoga studios where it's more maybe group workshops or more one-to-one sound healing. And I've always noticed a shift for me personally in how I feel before and afterwards. Um, but I'm kind of curious to know more about that, kind of what that shift is. And obviously it's different, different people, and that would change depending on the experience and set and setting. And yeah basically want to hear first I guess what your experience of sound healing and how you kind of really got into it so I mean sound healing is such it's so amazing it's so broad I mean even early on I say soon as we start I mean I'm actually trying to change my language around that word healing because sometimes healing implies that there's something wrong that you need to be healed and that isn't always the case so I'm starting to make a sound experience but I experienced mine god all eight eight nine years ago and I went to a gong session and it changed my life I was um obviously didn't know what to expect never really heard of it or and I was like okay let me just take a chance very adventurous being a Scorpio and I was like okay let me go and I just had this transformative experience, you know, how could something shift you if you're physically lying still? How was this thing taking me places in my mind that I could say is as real as me speaking to you in this form right now, but I'm still in the same space where I was. So uh, after the uh, going, I sort of, you know, came up, I, <laughs> I was out of it, let's just say. And um, I even then had to go and sit in my car for an hour after because I just still couldn't quantify what happened to me I think I've got a video of it somewhere so I may send it to you may want to include it it's me just sitting there going whoa that has blown my mind I I don't know what it is but this is amazing and then I said to myself someday I'd like to train this and then offer it to other people so that was my sort of first initiation into sound I mean I've always had a sort of infinity to sound because I'm into music and playing some instruments and singing. So it's still um, within that realm, but slightly different. So it's definitely something that I sort of tell people to come and try because I can't tell you what your experience is going to be. You can just have to sort of trust, almost like jumping at the deep end and then we'll come out the other side and we'll sort of have a discussion after. But it's, uh, it's something that can really personally shift you give you answers, unfold things, and then it's the rest is up to you to slowly work through over that time. So, yeah, it's definitely something that is still, even though I um, deliver and host these, these um, sessions, I still can't put it in a neatly wrapped present to, of an explanation. So, and sometimes I don't want to, and, you know, is that an arrogance of a human thing to explain everything and having to know why it works, that we just sometimes know it works because you feel it so yeah it's it's super profound yeah I love that and as you said obviously your gong workshops that you do that you facilitate they're different 
uh, depending on if it's just you or other people you collaborate with. But if someone was going to come to one of your workshops, what do you feel would it involve? I guess if there's one happening soon and one that you've just done, could you just leave, give maybe a brief description of kind of what it would be like if someone's never been to one of your kind of gone workshops before? Oh, so the session will be always opening and inviting. Um, very particular, as you may know, Charlie, before I start these sessions, I don't want anybody in the room because I really, from an energetic standpoint, if you're into that sort of world, we want to prep the space. And what that just means is making sure that the space is viable to be held, the energy is all good, and having a clear intention. So before people step in, as soon as they immediately cross that threshold of the doorframe, I want them to kind of feel a sense of feeling safe and you'll be invited by lovely smells and uh, things that we've been using in terms of uh, ingredients over the years of sage and sometimes these lovely sprays and these things to really uh, complete that sort of uh, sound healing because it's not just a physical sound healing, it's everything else. So they would averagely come into a room and this, if it's a yoga space, someone's studio, even a home, you'd have to have a little setup. And I always say to people, please make it as comfortable as you can. There's no joke. I bring a pillow, I bring a blanket, I bring a duvet, bring a fluffy socks that you got for Christmas, the ones you don't really like to wear, but they're comfy. <laughs> so anything to induce major comfort because that's key. Because obviously going through an experience through Gong, things may come up. But if you feel comfortable and safe, you have this space where you can drop in towards, let's say, a deeper experience. So you'd initially start on the ground laying down I do give um, some instructions to move because sometimes everybody as you know through health laying back is not always the most comfortable position staying right supine on your back so I say well roll to one side see if that can bring you comfort and from there I start with a gentle nidra mixed with a little bit of crystal sound bowls those are alchemy bowls who are amazing there are these form of crushed quartz crystals and minerals and gemstones and they give off a certain vibrational tone and it can send you into this very soft state. So what this is doing is prepping you for you to go deeper. It's like peeling a layer of an onion, shall I say. And then from there, I slowly start to integrate from the bowls and then softly introduce the gong, very gentle, just almost like you're like, can I hear this? Can I not? Is this going? And eventually it starts to build in. So that starts then, I start building you on a journey through sound that's all channeling and but for the hour you're physically laying down resting hopefully to to take you off somewhere it's not always easy some people's minds are very busy everybody knows we live in a very fast-paced world so you're thinking okay tomorrow the shopping next week friends are coming and that's normal anything like that I really want to enforce that do not uh try not to judge yourself that's just normal having this awareness and this observation to go oh okay that's my monkey mind tapping, tapping, tapping away. So, um, but when you can come to observe that and not get stuck into that thought process, then stuff starts to unravel. So you sort of notice it like a passing cloud and then that allows to pass and then something else will immediately come in and it will hopefully start to draw you into this sound experience. That's sort of it in a nutshell and it goes on to more, of course, but um, that would be what you tend to expect from a session. Uh, I, I, Again, they range from all the practitioners. I say to people, go to many. They all have a different energy and a frequency to give out, obviously through gong or through sound. But, um, you know, mine's less about a little brief introduction 
and I want you as long in the sound as long as I can get you there. <laughs> so you have this deep immersive experience. Nice. There's one, I guess, type of gong bath I've never done before, which I would really be interested in doing is more like an all night gong bath. And you said before it's it called like a gongs puja. <laughs> is that the name of it? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's yeah, it. I've heard, I've seen them. I think there's sometimes they do them in Hackney, in a chapel in Hackney. And I know that you've done them before, but what would be, I guess, the main difference between doing it for like an hour, depending on yeah, an hour compared to like a whole evening, eight hours? Why would you do it for that long? Well, I mean, anything to deepen your enrich your experience, because um, it's set up then. I don't know who said this is apparently put there to claim so <laughs> they say if you're gonged in uh seven days in a row you'll be cured of all ailments i don't know how long these gongs are but you will be gonged every day um and the reason of the puja is just to really deepen that experience you normally are in it for an hour or two hours if you ever go to a general gong bath but an all-nighter where the vibrations are still constantly shifting and even when you think, yeah, you know, you, it's like a sleepover. You come and sleep with us. Uh, you'll be around the gongs. <laughs> yeah, no, well, but in that way, you come over, a big sleepover with gongs. And some people go, well, will I be able to sleep? I'm like, yeah, believe it or not, you'll get to a point where your body is tired. You know, with anything, if you're tired enough, you will fall asleep. I've been out in a nightclub and I've fallen asleep by the speaker because I'm tired. I, I can do that. <laughs> um, but the gongs are played initially as normal. And then when we move into the night, so into 11, 12, 1, 2, they're played very gently, but enough that you could hear um, where you could go to the toilet and come back and go back to bed or, you know, all this type of um, uh, back and forward if you if you know what I mean like you and then it gets to a point where you actually come back and then you sleep I mean I've done many I've actually uh, helped and facilitated but also been to them and if I can say the the experience is just a deeper profound level first time I did a gong puja it sort of reaffirmed everything I needed to do and what I was supposed to do in life and it helped me go forward and I was like okay wow so um they can be really quite deep restful stuff I was tell people please take the next day off if you can because you know imagine if you've been to gong for an hour your body's vibrating on a physical level but then if you gone all night you just need that space for you to carry and i can honestly say my first one i still felt it like a month later and versus why you do one an hour versus all night just to see what you can get out of it what comes to you what unearths what things may shown to you lessons you may you know learn and even not even in the gong session or gong puja session maybe after so it's this wondrous world of oh what's to come after what what's going to come up what's going to unravel and but in a good way you know all these things and anything in life has to come up for you to get through them you know we can't push or suppress and that's sometimes where the gong can take you yeah i'm definitely gonna have to do it in this year um yeah, you said about the seven days can help with different ailments. Do you feel like different sounds or different instruments can help with specific different ailments? Like if gongs versus crystal bowls versus other various, I guess, instruments you use. Um, yeah, I'd be interested to know your thoughts on that. Well, for me, I think they stem from the same uh, source. 
So wherever you do, it's just a different output. So just like you've got an output of power, it just produces a different space. So if I, I'm into everything, anything that makes sound, I'm there, I've always loved sound. So gong will sound different from a bowl. A bowl will sound different from an ocean drum. An ocean drum will sound different from a thunder drum. And it's what those vibrations can invoke in you that can help you connect. So some people I know don't like the sound of the gongs. So they can be very deep, quite powerful. And some people go, whoa, that's not for me. And some people go, well, I love the crystal bowls. I love them. And then other people flip side go, oh, that was like screeching in my head. So it's a very amazing space to see what sound or what sound tool would um, help activate or help you shift into a space. Generally, they're mostly okay for most folks, but there are some people who just have an affinity to sound or, you know, there is uh, medical issues like tinnitus that can sometimes not always feel comfortable in those soundscapes or situations. So, you know, it's just having this open sort of uh, approach to it and see, oh, okay, let me go and experience it. And if you don't have the best experience, I still try and say, well, try a few times because it could be just us getting into a comfort level, things coming up and, you know, you just like, okay, I actually can't handle this. But then, um, but also, you know, just going, okay, I can't handle this. This is something different. And I just need to get my body and mind used to this different experience. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. It's kind of like sounds, sound has been used throughout human history as a way to connect various different where it's kind of singing and dance or playing instruments and yeah the tibetan monks no they um meditate and arm and they do that's a frequency that's a vibration throat singing you know all these things throughout history it's all there it's all there in the books as you said singing drum playing and how that evokes movement and dance and so it's it's uh it's, it's all there really it's just for us to unpack us to maybe discover a new found a way to interpret it so it's it's literally again endless in my book <laughs> yeah i really like what you said about you have to feel it you have to experience it i think that's a lot of things and that's kind of what uh i try and do with kind of health coaching with this podcast like kind of my tagline for it is health is a practice not an idea it's kind of you have to practice it or experience it it's not just you can't just sort of look at a journal or theoretical kind of stuff, which is important in some aspects, but you need to kind of like try it for yourself, experiment, see what food works for you or what movement works for you or meditation or what helps you to relax or with sleep. There's no kind of one size fits all. Everyone's kind of bio-individual. And, um, but yeah, I did the last sound healing I did or sound experience was about two weeks ago for my birthday. And I had some friends there, had my like family, my mom and my dad and my brother there as well. And it was interesting to kind of uh, hear from them afterwards how they felt because quite a few of them had never experienced something like that and went for like a walk afterwards around Walthamstow Marshes. And yeah, everyone, even the people beforehand who were doubting it or just kind of unsure what it was, definitely felt a shift. And I was kind mm-hmm. of trying to put it into words. And sometimes, as you said, you don't need to put it into words. You just need to feel it. But I felt almost kind of a heart opening or I felt when I was talking to people afterwards, I was standing in a different way. My kind of like chest or my heart was kind of more connected with them standing kind of face on rather than beforehand. I was thinking of other things in my head, a bit anxious or, or whatever. So yeah, it definitely made me feel other people in the experience, just more open to actually kind of look on the eyes and tell them how I feel. And um, yeah, there are lots of ways to do that, but I think yes, the sound experience is a great way to, 
to uh to go and experience it i mean like that in itself was just fantastic to do it in your group setting to do it with family that you're connected to just adds another layer it's so funny i always say this to my family what's this i don't mind you have not come to my concerts <laughs> but it's fine and i'm not to force anybody it's all when the time is right when the time is ready for you to come through and go okay let me experience this and i love what you said it opened your heart a bit more and everybody will have a different sort of affinity to an experience but to, to still feel that to do that in a group setting and then come out and ask them say well guess what this happened with me and well, well this happened with me and we're, oh well, i didn't experience that but you see how it's so different vast and personal but then it all stems back hopefully to that same feeling you, you were all in the same space but yeah you guys went off in a different direction yeah i can obviously i'm just speaking from personal experience whenever i take your class that you do on a wednesday yoga rise i just feel it's really you it's really authentic and just everything that you include in the class is like a sensor experience with having or not just the kind of the practice the asana but also the sense with the sage and everything else and the sounds and just how people feel afterwards it's kind of a yeah it's just a whole amazing beautiful experience and i know other people said the same thing just how how much they shift afterwards how much more kind of heart-centered they are and um yeah it really feels like you're kind of giving you all to it so yeah just like thanks for your classes you've given to other people and the ones i've experienced been really really amazing so yeah thanks for that <laughs> yeah you're making this black man blush yes i didn't say that <laughs> no um listen i i love what i do and i do honestly feel like i put everything into it because uh for me i'm all or nothing <laughs> how i'm bored i'm a scorpio don't do things by half it's either off the ledge or in, in the pool um but it's just knowing that i can connect and whether it's a second whether it's half a second some guys or i felt something is what um i don't want to say it's like a uh it's a reward for me but it's heartwarming when someone says oh they're connected i'm just like listen we need that connection even though we are living in this earthly plane we also have our affinity to our uh, our energy body or our soul so just having those moments when we can come back to that through yoga through sound through meditation i think that's what it's for me it's like a real homecoming yeah i think there's so many ways to experience sound and even if people just take a few minutes out of the day it can be really beneficial um rather than they've got to kind of dive into kind of a eight-hour workshop straight away but there's some different ways to do it and at the end of each episode, I often kind of ask the guests kind of at least one to three, I guess, health practices or practices people can implement in their own life related to kind of what the episode is about. So I'm kind of really interested to know what you'd, what your advice is, what you would say to people who maybe have only recently started learning about sound and sound experience and kind of where would you draw them to uh, if they want to experience it more? So to, to tell people where to go is look around, look who's close to you. Guaranteed there is somebody, and I've been on many courses, but I love learning, I love training, if you know, Charlie. There's people around you, people that you didn't even know do this, because whether it's been that you haven't looked in that direction, or maybe they just haven't suggested to you, thinking, oh, that's not their bag. I've done, you know, there's certain people I've done it in the past, thinking, well, I don't think they'll be into this. So maybe... Um, 
maybe I won't say it, or you know the fear of yes we're like anybody I'm, I'm here I'm human thinking oh they're going to judge me they'll probably think I'm a bit different and weird like it got to the stage in my life where I don't care <laughs> but it, you know and so I say okay go around see who's holding the sound session and if it calls to you like a gut feeling go because you know people go well I'm not sure me I go to the back and forth in your mind and I'm thinking okay that's a part of the mind that's always going to be there Maybe you take the plunge and then go to the experience, see what comes up. Maybe something comes up right there in the room. Maybe something doesn't. Uh, perhaps um, you have that space where you go, okay, I'm going to go and I'll see what comes up after. So I'd say that's a way to get into any of these sound healing experiences or journeys. Or you just want to feel comfortable in your own space. Don't feel you have to have this huge knowledge of like, I need to get this specific sound bowl. Maybe you get one. And there's loads of people I can pass you on to or find and help you just guide that space. You may want to get a Tibetan bowl. And in the morning, you literally knock it for a few seconds, close your eyes and breathe and see what it does to you. Maybe you just tune into the frequency and it can be sent to you. So these are just practices I tell people, well, why don't you start doing it? And it doesn't have to be this deep, long experience. It could just be for literally a minute, five minutes, 15, 20 and then you see what the sound does to you. I mean, it's all there. It's all there in history. If I was to say to you, a song, think of a song, a song that will evoke emotion. You can instantly think of a song from way back. Mine will be, Mariah Carey will be my baby. When that plays, it's just certain something that will bring my space to. So songs also evoke memory space. So um, the frequency of vibrations, like I said, it's a way to call to your soul. Yeah, you can do any any number of things, whether it's, even just doing like a five, 10 minute meditation with sound, you know, you can get lots. I've seen on Instagram as well, a while yeah. back, you kind of did like 10, 20 minute, 20 minutes of you kind of playing instrument that people could definitely kind of meditate, meditate to, or kind of lie down and rest and kind of let the sounds wash over you. Or as you said, just listen to your favorite song and have a dance. Um, it's still helping to evoke different things and just yeah. sort of getting out your body a little bit from the normal day-to-day life. So uh, yeah, no, I really love that. So we're coming near the end of the episode, but we wanted to, I guess, find a more. Oh, already worse time. I, know, yeah. <laughs> need, I think I think we need to do one of these uh, <laughs> uh, podcast pujas <laughs> all night. Love it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. I think people would definitely enjoy that. Um, yeah, and I said before, I'm definitely going to have to do one. I'm, I know. I think you said before you're going to do one soon or some point this year, do an all nighter. I am. It's a lot of planning, so it's coming, folks. As soon as I know, I'll let you guys know. I was just trying to get all the uh, T's crossed, the I's dotted to make it happen. But I'm, I'm, I trust in everything I do. Again, it's like a guide. I know it's going to happen. Sometimes I'm not even sure how it's going to unfold, but I just know if I put all my planning and my energy into it, it will start to unfold. So coming soon, folks. Uh, what a long future. Yeah, definitely count me in with that. I mean, yeah, is there anything else that you wanted to share, things that come up for you, any kind of trainings or classes or anything else that's going on? Yeah, I mean, loads of I am always doing lovely workshops in and around South London. I sometimes travel to North due to a friend in a studio up there. Um, also, I'll be back into fold of doing Reiki training, level one and two. And also I'm in the clips of writing my new sound course coming next year. I've just given it time. It's been oh God, two, three years trying to form and taking time to write this. And just, again, bleeding everything of me into it from an honest point of view. You know, again, I'm very heart-led. 
and heart led will just draw you into a space of truth. So, um, and it's my truth. I'm not saying, you know, whatever I say is right, but it's to my experience. And if I can connect through you and that connects with you, then great, come along. So you can always contact me. I'm on junivalentine.co.uk. You can get me through there or I'm on Instagram always. <laughs> Funny videos, I do post apologies out there if anyone is offended. <laughs> um, but I'm also contactable on there. So, you know, let's connect. Let's see where this takes you and maybe where it's um, our way to cross paths. Yeah, thanks so much. I mean, yeah, it's been a real pleasure just getting to hear more about just sound experience in general. And hopefully people who listen to this can take away something into their own life. And as you've mentioned, multiple ways to experience sound more and help it kind of yeah take you outside of your body or your mind or your spirit and just experience life in a different way uh but yeah as I said before I'll put all this in the show notes and feel free to get involved or get connected with junior and of course he's got his wednesday yin yang every every wednesday at 12 45 uh, to 1 45 definitely definitely if you haven't done it already definitely experience it um, but yeah thank you junior really really appreciate it all is welcome. If you want to learn more about how I can help you achieve your health goals in nutrition, sleep, movement, and stress, you can contact me at charlietunmore at gmail.com. I am not a doctor, so please do not substitute this information for medical advice. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this episode useful, and want to support the podcast, please share it, give it a five-star rating, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This really helps the practice of health empower more people to take ownership of their own health.